to get a clue. We're going to be sitting down with my roommate and Caroline's longtime best friend, Casey Flora. She is exactly the definition of serving others. Go look it up. Her picture is right there. Yeah, so we got to interview Casey and just talk with her about what it looks like to serve and um, why serving is important, along with just the joys of serving, the sacrifices of serving, and then also how not to get burnt out and just what your capacity looks like, whether it's your personality or your season. So definitely stay tuned um, to see you from Casey. Hey everyone, welcome back to Get a Clue. I'm Bree and I'm joined with my co-host Caroline. Yeah, so we're super excited for today. We have a very special guest with us. Her name is Casey Flora and she is joined with us today to go over just even what it looks like to serve others. And so um, I've known her for most of my life. Bree's known her for a couple of years. Um, and so, yeah, it's just a joy to be able to talk to her and um, hear her heart um, when it comes to serving others. So, hey, Casey. Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> Thank you so much for having me today. This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> it is fun, um, especially considering you're like, I don't know, the reason why we're doing this podcast or <laughs> you brought us together. Mm-hmm. So, you're welcome, guys. <laughs> <laughs> props what to that. About you. <laughs> um, so do you just want to kind of introduce yourself a little bit about what you do and who you are? And Yeah, absolutely. Look? Well, uh, I'm Casey, and I currently reside in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Um, I currently reside in Orlando, Florida. I am, in, I am 27 now, so that's hey, exciting. Hey, 27 club. But no, seriously, I majored in hospitality and I am currently working for a nonprofit organization. I've been there for almost five years. So serving others has been something that has been a part of every aspect of my life, whether Mm -hmm. it is my friendships, Mm -hmm. my job, uh, my place of religion or, you know, place that I worship. And so, you know, it really has become really a part of who I am. I think that's also partially because of my Enneagram. But overall, I think mostly just serving is a huge component of what makes me myself. Yeah. Yeah, I can testify to that. Even back in high school, (laughs) me and Casey would literally spend every single day afternoon, like after school, just like practicing dance and not only practicing, but teaching it to others and like literally choreographing like multiple school musicals and dances and just teaching all these girls. Um, And so that was like, you know, a way of serving. Um, And then, even in youth group at our church back in high school, we would serve in different capacities. So me and Casey go way back with serving and I've seen her do it so well for so many years. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd love that I get to have those moments with you, Casey. <laughs> Thanks, Caroline. <laughs> I appreciate that. It was very kind words. Yeah. Yeah. So um, just a little insight. We chose Casey because not only do we feel she serves people in her workplace, but she serves everyone around her. Um, she is easily one of the most caring people, and she even reminds herself to be caring, which is so silly because she doesn't need to be. But um, so the best person that we could think of that likes to serve others would be Casey. Yeah, so I guess we can jump in. So my question to you is, why is serving others important, and what does it mean to serve others? 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think for myself and for most people, I find that serving others is really a way to invest and recognize the people in your life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think first off, when it comes to serving, like the initial concept of serving in my head is you serve others by listening to them. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes people overcomplicate serving and they don't know how to help the people around them or help their community or help their friends or their family. And a lot of times you can do so much for someone just by listening to what they are going through Mm -hmm. and then serving them in, you know, helping them through a season or Mm -hmm. being there for them through a difficult period. Or maybe it's celebrating with them. Maybe you're, you know, in their wedding or celebrating Mm -hmm. their birthday or just, you know, people have all these different seasons of life that they walk through. And so I think serving people looks like recognizing them and being them, being there for them in every season. Yeah. And I think mostly it can be a mindset, but it's putting people before yourself. It's Mm -hmm. putting others first. It's serving them, whether it's the good moments, the hard moments, everything in between. Um, But I think every single person has the ability to serve others. Now, I think capacity levels can look different for people, but Mm -hmm. I think that it's something that everybody can do. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I think um, especially seeing you day to day, like even the little things, you know, of just like, hey, how are you doing and listening? Mm -hmm. Like, like you said, it starts with listening, like being genuinely there for someone, um, even in the smallest little way. It's pretty strong. Yeah, I like that you mentioned listening, because I think when you think about serving, people don't normally think about listening. Um, and yeah. I think that's like where it starts. People normally think of, oh, I'm going to go do this for you. Go do this, this, this. But if you don't know what the need is of the person, like you're not really going to be helpful in the long run. And mm-hmm. so being able to make people feel heard is, I think, one of the most powerful things that someone can do um, that can really help them even to know, practically speaking, like where to go from there. So that's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, Yeah, you know, when it comes to listening to someone, I think it's something that you can apply to almost every component of your life. Mm -hmm. So if you're, you know, a mom and you have a family, it's listening to your husband and your kids. Mm -hmm. If you are at work, um, you know, serving others looks like, you know, giving your team responsibility and ownership, listening Mm -hmm. to what they're going through and kind of hearing them and being that person that can kind of help in the as your team navigates different things. And then if it's, you know, in a serving aspect of like friendships or, you know, a serving team at church, I think it looks like remembering all the small things, birthdays, Mm -hmm. celebrations, anniversaries, um, how long someone's dedicated themselves to a team or an organization is huge. I think that, you know, in every aspect of your life, there is a way you can listen, there is a way Mm -hmm. you can serve, and there's a way that you can invest in someone else. Mm Mm-hmm. How do you keep it all together? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Some really good uh, calendar planning. No, I I think that it can be really simple. You know, when you get everyone together, just mark down all their birthdays, check Facebook (laughs) on the daily. Um, But I also think it's knowing your capacity. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if it's, you know, two days a week that you invest in your friends, if it's, you know, four days a week that you really invest in your relationship with your significant other, and then if you have another another day that you can invest in an organization you're a part of or a church you're a part of, I think just knowing what your schedule looks like and also allowing time for you is important too. How do you unwind? <laughs> How do you unwind? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We're all curious. <laughs> <laughs> you as a person or just 
just in general. <laughs> you as a person, yeah. What yeah. works for you? What works for me? Well, I think for myself, so I can definitely be a yes person. I can say mm-hmm. yes to almost mm-hmm. anything. I think having one night for me is just what I need above everything else. So just yeah. one night when I can either read or journal or maybe just sit in silence, which can be difficult for me sometimes. Mm-hmm. But just to have one night a week that... I don't owe anything to anyone. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking to anyone else. I'm not listening. I'm not, you know, investing in someone in that moment, giving them advice, preparing them for the next thing, giving Mm -hmm. them what they need for their next event or whatever it might be happening, whether it's work or personal relationships, just having one night. And I think, yeah, Yeah. it looks different for everybody. Maybe some people need a few nights a week or you need, you know, two full days by yourself. (laughs) Overall, I think that you know, each person's going to have a different amount of time that they need. But for myself, it's one day. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think capacity is something really important to talk about. And I I know that we weren't recording at all before, but, you know, capacity, especially for us, is like, I feel like we all kind of have servant hearts. And so, I don't know. Sometimes I'm, I'm still trying to figure out on the daily or on the weekly like what is my capacity like mm-hmm. sometimes it's a little bit higher and sometimes it's a little bit lower and I think slowing down and taking a second to realize like where I'm at and what I need also is like you kind of have to serve yourself when you know your capacity mm-hmm. I have like three words I try to go by is like know your limits mm-hmm. so if you're at a point where you're serving others so much that it's exhausting you or like mm-hmm. you can't get through your daily life mm-hmm. or you can't even invest in people the same way you did then like you need to take a step back you need to have yeah. someone that's gonna pour into you that can kind of guide and mentor you through you mm-hmm. like whatever you're going through you know, you hear this term, like, all the time, but, like, life is not a sprint. Like, it's, mm-hmm. you know, supposed to be a process, a marathon. You should, you know, keep going on it. You don't want to burn out at your job. You don't want to burn out with your church. Yeah. You don't want to burn out with your friends. Like, mm-hmm. you want to invest in people for the long haul. Mm-hmm. And so to do that, you have to know when, like, you've reached a point. Yeah. yeah. And I think going off of what you said before, I think, like, even listening to others, you can do that for yourself and listen to yourself of, like, okay, like, what is it that I need? I know that, like, I'm important because if I go down, then, like, I can't serve all these people and help these people. And I think um, I found value, like, in different seasons that have been really hard, whether just going through something emotionally hard or maybe my schedule's packed. Like, I've learned that whether it's, like, a time of healing or whether it's a time of, like, busyness, like, you can make time for yourself and for other people. Like, it's mm-hmm. a both and. It's not, like, a one or the other, so... That's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I think, especially for me being such an extrovert, like, other people put coins into my basket, and that's how I get full. You know what I mean? And so I have to sometimes realize that, like, if I'm overflowing from everyone else's coins, then it's too much for me to carry. And I have to take a step back. So sometimes I'm like, man, but I want to do all these things. Like I have such a drive to like go out and be with people. And, and sometimes it's like, oh, but I do need to sit in my bed for a day or just take time to myself. That's really good. Yeah, I've seen Casey (laughs) learn that as well. I know a lot of times we talk about it, like, what do I need this week? And um, I think the weeks where you do get your time alone is when you're more even just like, 
I don't know, healthy and joyful and stuff. And there's Caroline, knowing me better than myself. <laughs> for like 12 years. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it's but true. But you do the same thing for me too, so it's, okay. yeah. <laughs> so I gotta ask though, like, what are some indicators for you guys when you're starting to get close to your limit? Like, do you notice or have you passed your limit and then you start to notice? For me, unfortunately, in the past, usually I've exceeded my limit, but someone around me has noticed. They're like, hey, you're taking on too much. Step back so that you're still here two years from now. Yeah. I'm a little reluctant sometimes. I feel like I've maybe had two or three interventions from some friends (laughs) over the past few years, so shout out to them. Um, But I think for me mostly, it does sometimes take, like, Caroline hit me with the hard (laughs) truth or another friend, you know, kind of coming in and being like, hey maybe you should prioritize and know your limit and kind of take on what you really can do to the best of your ability. Mm -hmm. Because you don't want to do a bunch Mm -hmm. of things at par. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think something with that too, it's like if there is something you need to get to and deal with, um, maybe you've already committed to something that day. Like I'm someone who has learned, like if I've committed to something, I'm usually not going to back down from it. Like I want to like follow through. So if there is something very pressing, um, that I have to do and if it is possible that it can wait like I'll kind of put that in another like box I guess you could say and like put it to the side and then like move forward with my day go with my commitments and then come back to it later if that's possible yeah 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 it's kind of hard to say no once you've committed Mm -hmm. and I feel like sometimes I'll get so far like I'll be like so busy that I need to schedule myself like weeks in advance Mm -hmm. and then I get there and I'm like oh my gosh, like I can't keep up with this. Like I literally haven't, I didn't schedule time for myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's so hard to be like, actually I can't, you know? And I think that's why like even recording this one Mm -hmm. took so much longer because I literally was just like, I I don't have the capacity. Now, did I know my limit before I hit my limit? <laughs> That's the key there. I didn't quite get That's it, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, and there is, like, you're able to say no, like, even if you've already committed to something. Hopefully it's mm-hmm. not, like, a pattern, like, all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there is room for that, you know, and being honest, especially if it's, like, close friends. So hopefully yeah. understand, so. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Casey, do you have any examples of times that it's been rewarding for you to serve? Any, like, just fun memories you have? I mean, yes. I think, <laughs> well, first off, if anyone knows me, um, you know how many weddings I've been in. <laughs> so I always kind of joke that because I feel like I invest and, you know, keep up with people, it's benefited in me being in multiple weddings and probably multiple more, more to come. But... On that note, it's really, really special to me to be able to walk through different seasons of life with friends. Mm -hmm. So whether someone's getting married or someone is graduating from high school or someone is having their third child, I want to be there for those seasons. So Mm -hmm. if it's planning them a baby shower, if it's just going over to their house when they need support, Mm -hmm. if it's, you know, standing by her side as she's like, this is it, like he's proposing this week, whatever it looks like, I love those big moments with people and I love Mm -hmm. to celebrate them. Life's always changing, friendships always change, but those big moments are things that stand out as mile markers in all of our lives. Mm -hmm. And I love being there for people during Mm -hmm. those seasons, no matter what may come in the future. Mm -hmm. So I think that's been really rewarding. Uh, you know, I've done 
you know, I've definitely served in a student ministry capacity before as well. And so, you know, with students, it's really rewarding to see them uh, learn Mm -hmm. about their own faith, Mm -hmm. apply it to their peers, be able to talk about it, be able to um, share it with their parents who may or may not go to church. That's the most incredible thing I think you can see. Um, but also just to see kind of where their lives go and what you've invested and kind of, you know, planted that seed in their Mm -hmm. life and, you know, where it will take them in the future. So Mm -hmm. I think, you know, sharing those moments with my friendships and, you know, being there for people that I've poured into over the years, just seeing how their lives go and Mm -hmm. where serving them took them in life. Yeah, it's that like, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that that's beautiful. Sense. It's like a joy to you, like, to be able to be there for someone. So I think, like, serving, I think, can feel like an obligation at times, or, like, it can feel like a lot. But I think when it's, um, especially people that you've known for a while or walked with, like, I feel like it's so, like, in a sense, effortless for you. Like, it, you'd be so happy just to do that for them. And I can still sometimes, still sometimes stress me out because that's a little bit of just my innate yeah. personality. But yeah. even through my stress, like, I'm literally elated to be, like, doing whatever mm-hmm. their big moment in life is alongside them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's biggest cheerleader. Yeah. I'm always your number one fan. You know, I will always be your number one fan. That's kind of like my thing that I say. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like always your fan. I'm always here for you. I will always listen. Mm-hmm. I'll try not to throw judgment. Like, mm-hmm. I'll just definitely, you know, listen, maybe give you some hard, like, truth if I feel mm-hmm. like you need it. But I think the biggest thing is being able to listen to all people without you know, prejudging them or mm-hmm. telling them what to do more so just kind of being that guide if they if they want to hear that, but listening, you know, regardless. Mm-hmm. I think you made a good point, though, about sometimes you have to do like a hard truth in the terms of like serving people, you know, like what's the best way to serve them? Like sometimes what we want isn't what we need, mm-hmm. but we're never going to full circle. We're never going to know unless we listen to them, right? So they may sit there and be like, oh my gosh, well, I really want to get engaged to this person and blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, well, hold up. Is that what's best for you? You know, and like serving them Mm -hmm. and also being truthful and being a nice guide for them as well. Mm, That's a good question. Yeah. So how do you like walk it? Is that kind of what you're asking? Like, how do you walk that line in between? Yeah. So for me personally, I kind of weigh my options. Now, I don't know if that's the perfect answer every time, but I will look at my relationship with the person. How long have we been friends? Um, How long have I been investing in their life? Mm -hmm. How much credibility are my words going to withstand? Mm -hmm. So if I tell them this and I feel like they're going to need support later on down the road, I don't want to isolate them or make them feel like they can't come to me in the future. I never want someone to feel like they're completely on their own. Mm-hmm. I may like give a few suggestions. Hey, this is what I think you should do. Like, hey, this is where I feel like you should, you know, make this decision or stand up for yourself here or whatever it may be, whether it's a relationship or a job. But I do want them to still feel like they can come to me. And at the end of the day, like, you know, I want to hope that they take the advice of the people around them, but mm-hmm. most people will typically kind of lean in between maybe what they want for themselves and what people have suggested. So you never quite know how it's going to go, but I definitely look at all of the factors of the situation, the friendship slash relationship with someone and kind of gauge my answer dependent on that. Mm-hmm. That's good. 
Yeah, I know. I, I had an example recently where I brought up something to a friend and, well, I actually waited a little bit to do that. And so eventually they picked up on me kind of wanting to say something. So they asked me and they're like, hey, like in the future, like you can just say something whenever you feel like you need to because I care about what you have to say and what mm-hmm. you think. And so in that example, I mean, I was very hesitant for a while because I don't want to overstep my boundaries. But to hear um, that person just say, hey, I, I want you to tell me, like, was so good because it shows that serving um, that person was being, like, honest and truthful. So definitely relate. Yeah, I think for me, sometimes it's – it is a nice fine line because I can be a little dry with how I say things. <laughs> like, you know, and so, yeah, just being – knowing grace – and how I phrase it, um, and learning how someone else is going to receive it as well is really important. I feel like as a leader, you have to kind of like see all the viewpoints that someone mm-hmm. is going to have like around them or like as you're serving them, kind of like observe like what are all the factors of their life. So like, are they the kind of person that can handle a hard truth? Do they need to have like a slower approach? Mm-hmm. Do you think they're eventually going to come to you? I think it's kind of gauging that depending on the person. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, you kind of like hit the next one, which was what has been the most difficult part of serving? I know. I feel like that kind of relates to like listening and and serving in one but is there anything else besides like not having enough time for yourself or having to have hard conversations that you find difficult with serving yeah i mean i definitely think serving can be something that can weigh heavy on Mm -hmm. people a lot of times when you're serving others whether it's you know at work or at church or in your friendships you can be taking on a lot from other people with maybe very little being poured into yourself mm-hmm. so it's really making sure like sure that you are taking care of yourself mm-hmm. um, i also think patience is very important because you, know, you may have a week where you're taking care of like five or six different people that you're kind of investing in and then like having patience like knowing like next week okay I'm gonna have time for myself like mm-hmm. I'm gonna journal I'm gonna watch that podcast listen to that podcast I'm gonna watch that sermon and if you are serving like in a church capacity mm-hmm. a lot of times you know the resources that people kind of partake in in church whether it's a Sunday service or like a a midweek service those are really going to be for serving others now Mm -hmm. and so knowing if like once a month you need to just go and attend or knowing that you need to watch like something else or read something else on the side to kind of provide that for yourself if you're not able to have it where Mm -hmm. you're serving others Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like that's a reminder that you give to me all the time (laughs) because I'll sometimes be like man I'm so exhausted I just feel like I need this and you'll be like then do it (laughs) like the amount of times Casey that I feel like you've said to me if you can't serve this weekend then don't (laughs) and that's why I try and remind myself like I think about how many not necessarily like oh I've served 15 times in a row or whatever but I try to think about like where I'm at and what I think my capacity is and then be like okay actually I need worship so I'm gonna not serve this weekend or actually I'm not gonna spend time with friends this weekend Mm -hmm. I think for me unfortunately that came from learning maybe in a hard way yeah where I wasn't always comfortable like taking off a you know a Sunday or just doing something maybe for myself because I just I wanted to invest in others and a little bit of that is just my personality at fault Mm -hmm. but 
you know, I remind myself now it's okay to like be in a season of investing in your own walk with God and investing in the people around you. And I think that, you know, serving others can look really different depending Mm -hmm. on the season that you're in, but Mm -hmm. never think of what you're doing is not enough or like too little because in my book, I don't know if my book counts any, but I think as long as you're investing in a few people around you, you are still serving somebody. And Mm -hmm. maybe it looks different. Maybe you volunteer once a month, you are still serving somebody. Maybe your biggest priority is just serving your family right now in this stage of life that is huge like Mm -hmm. you know it looks different for every single person but you should never think that what you're doing to serve is not enough Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's really good yeah I know that like everyone's a little bit different in like what they naturally do I think I'm similar to you Casey like for example this is my first week off from school and I already have the whole entire week like booked with plans and I'm like how did that happen like I literally Uh it's Monday I don't know how my weekend or my week and my weekend all the way till Sunday is already booked um so I have to be very intentional about like not scheduling things so there's other people that I want to like make plans with and I'm like I have Mm -hmm. to intentionally be like no sorry (laughs) but some people they might not like just naturally maybe like reach out um but yeah I think it's knowing yourself and knowing like okay do I need to like cut back or do I need to like maybe put more on my plate and just basing on who you are along with like your season of life that you're in Mm -hmm. I think that's really good because especially coming in to a serving capacity or because I feel like everyone serves people somehow but really thinking and considering it you know like I always tell everyone like oh I'm such a passive friend and so for a while I would look at like Casey sets reminders to text people Mm. you know or Casey you know makes note of getting in like what was it you had one day where you would just like phone call after phone call after phone call and I'd look at that and be like oh my gosh is this what I need to do in order to like be a good friend or you know and then it took me a minute to be like that's not what I need to do but if it's gonna help me be better I mean I can take tips and tricks Mm -hmm. but it's maybe not who I am Mm -hmm. and so I think that's also really important and something that I've learned and something Casey continues to teach me mm-hmm. but every person is different I think something you can do let's say you're in like a structured organization whether it's like work or church mm-hmm. let's say you're in a certain leadership position or management role and you're investing in three people challenge the people that you're investing in to invest in three people and then kind of have mm-hmm. it build out as a chain because not everything can rest on the shoulders of one person. Mm-hmm. But if something that you do as a manager, as a lead, even as a staff member, like you're investing in like maybe interns or something, but if you are investing in people, encourage them to invest in people as well mm-hmm. because not everybody can take on the same thing and not everybody should have to take on like all 20 employees or all mm-hmm. 20 serving team members. Like yeah. it should be a shared thing by every person Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and as far as the reminders I mean that can be as simple (laughs) and as complex but I mean honestly a great thing that lots of people appreciate if you're looking for a small thing to do have a good week can I pray for you for something Mm -hmm. Um, maybe marking down like oh like you graduate on May 4th that's awesome put it in your calendar Mm -hmm. text that person on May 4th hey congrats welcome to adulthood you know things like that you know you just good luck just mark down the small things and the people that you're investing in remind them to invest in people too because Mm -hmm. that's really like can be such a powerful chain yeah 
and then no one feels as though they are not supported. Mm-hmm. And I think you mentioned this um, previously as well, but just like looking at your sphere of influence and who is around you, whether it's like your family or it's like your roommate or maybe like your coworkers, like who is naturally like around you, you probably have someone or multiple people in your life already so it's like hey like if you are already maybe tired or your capacity is full like definitely just like keep on investing in those people that you normally see maybe like serving and investing is takes more sacrifice and intentionality of going that extra step and saying hey like do you want to go to lunch together or hey like um what do you need you know but um yeah I think the first step is looking at your life and seeing like who are those important people around you and who are those consistent people around you so yeah, that's really good. That is really good. I'm so sorry. I'm so no, sorry. Okay. I'm just like really digesting that. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's always a lot. <laughs> yeah, no. So as like a fun question for you. So when you're like taking a moment to yourself, what do you like to do? Like just for myself? Yeah, mm-hmm. just for yourself. That is a great question. I would say my number one thing is just probably like sitting for an extra second in my car. I know that sounds (laughs) weird, but like getting home from the day and maybe just like listening to my favorite song in the car for a moment before I get out is just the most peaceful thing. I can't even begin to explain it. I literally did it when I got home today. Just taking an extra drive or an extra minute for Mm -hmm. myself just to sit and listen to a song and then walk is like my most peaceful thing. But daily practices, a walk in the middle of the day really helps me at work just to clear my mind, like look at the sky, look Mm -hmm. at nature, look at colors. Um, That was actually something that was suggested to me, like when you need to like declutter your mind for a second. like Attention restoration theory. There it is. Is that like being grounded? Um, no, it's actually like reducing mental fatigue. Okay. It's... I can teach me about it. Yeah, yeah we can. Yeah, absolutely. We'll definitely go into that. Um, yeah, but that's one thing I do. Another is just reading, maybe for thirty minutes. I don't have a long attention span for reading, but if I can sit in silence for like thirty minutes and just like get through maybe a chapter of a book that I'm trying to do, mm-hmm. that's really good. And for fun, I'm always down for Disney or Mini Pet Pet. Classic. My adult hobbies. Uh, and then, of course, my favorite thing in the whole wide world, which is spending time with my friends and the people that I hold dearest to me, and my family. That was so yeah. sweet. Caroline, what do you do? I was just thinking about that. Um, let's see. I love, like, good smells, so I have to have, like, a nice candle. Yes, <laughs> girl, yes. That's with the incense all day it long. It makes a difference. And, like, I don't love cleaning, <laughs> but it helps me when my room is clean or, like, I'm in a decluttered space um, just to relax. You know, my body needs to relax. My mind needs to relax. Um, I love to journal because I feel like I'm constantly thinking about things or have so many things going on in my head so I need to like get out on paper um all about the decluttering I guess for self-care for Mm -hmm. me and then like Casey just hanging out with friends like it just natural like I'm like I have to like see my people um on like a regular basis and yeah I also like to read too I don't make much time for it because I'm in grad school and I'm already reading a lot so it's like an extra thing um but yeah those are some things that I do 
Yeah. About you, Bri? Oh gosh, Caroline, I feel like you've spoken to my soul a little bit. <laughs> <Really>? Um <laughs> well, yeah, as we look around, there are millions of candles. <laughs> um and uh what's it called? The little diffuser thing, yes, incense, too. you know, mm-hmm. the smells. Um a very keen sense of smell. So, um I would say Friday afternoons. I get off work and that's like the one half day that I have um and I come home and I clean and for me I feel like that's helpful just to be like okay all of what happened now can be put away or um whatever mess I made because sometimes I'm in such a rush Mm -hmm. um what else do I do I like bubble baths um I haven't done any lately because it's effort you know, like when you have a bath and a shower connected, that's mm-hmm. a little bit of an effort. Oh, true. Reading, hammocking, and kayaking. Mm, nice. Um, a little adventure girl over here. Yeah, yeah. Little, you know, hippie <laughs> child. It's fine. I love that. Yeah, I love being outside too. Whenever I can find like a park or something, I'll be there when it's sunny. I love the sun. Okay, look, it's a real thing. It's it's a real thing. I promise you. What, the sun? It's no no no. Like being outside, it <laughs> like it, not, not it hits medicine. our like primitive yeah. like instincts, and we just it's sensory. Yeah. Yeah. I go outside with sunblock, as I am a redhead. But yes, the sun <laughs> is you mean great. like when you're going to your car and from your car? <laughs> no. Well, no. I do the wear my daily sunscreen. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> SPF fifteen. Yikes! I do not. Yeah, I probably should. So, I guess, yeah, Casey, what do you think is really important about serving others that you think people who are maybe really trying to focus on it or make that their priority, what do you think that they need to know about serving others? If you could wrap it up into something nice. Okay. I think for serving others, I think, you know, first things first, figure out who you want to serve. So who is like your top priority? What is your season of life? What's going to make the most sense for you? Mm -hmm. And then I think it starts by like writing down a few reminders about those people that you've chosen. Listen to them and listen to them intently. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hear every word they say. Remember the things that kind of make them themselves because that's Mm -hmm. what you'll give them for their birthdays that you've also written down. Mm -hmm. Like Olaf. Like Olaf, (laughs) but you know, write down their interests, write down the things that they love, what makes them them, because that's going to help you really serve them and celebrate them. Mm -hmm. And then I think it also comes back to kind of know your capacity. So figure out how you're going to pour into yourself to Mm -hmm. serve the other people, figure out how many people you can realistically, you know, invest in healthily for yourself and find resources. So read books about serving others, about leadership, find a couple good things for you to add to your social media accounts and nice quotes you're going to scroll through during Mm -hmm. the day, find a podcast. You'd be amazed how many things that you can read about leadership and developing people, whether it's your workplace or your family or your friends. So find resources that are going to help you help others. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. that's huge. Yeah, listen to Get a Clue. Yeah, that's one resource. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I definitely think whether you're at work or, you know, in a church or in a friend group, there's definitely going to be a book or a podcast or something that you can tap into that's going to help you bring out the best type of servant leader that you want to be Mm -hmm. in the people around you. Yeah, I think that's really good. 
I think that really like sums up everything. So, so, Casey, thank you so much for coming across the uh, living room and joining us today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it, guys. Of course. All right, guys. We'll catch us next time. See ya.